You're listening to another episode of Power Pearls Podcast. I'm the host, Kara Gott Warner, and it's my mission to share those stories that celebrate our passion for making and yarn crafting and what keeps us going down that path. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Power Pearls Podcast. My name is Kara Gott Warner, host of the podcast, business coach and cheerleader on your yarn crafting path. You can subscribe and listen to the audio version of the show by visiting powerpearlspodcast.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. And I am joined by three guests, three special guests. So I have Francoise Danois, Chelsea Fitch, and Claire Probst. So let me just share a little bit about them. So Fran- uh, Francoise Danois, also known as Frenchie. So some of you guys may already know her. She's of Aroha Knits. And then we have Chelsea Fitch of Knit Fitch. And Claire Probst is with We Love Knitting. So I'm so excited to have these ladies in the house tonight, in the Power Pearls house. So before I bring the ladies on screen, so this is the first time I'm doing this with three people. So lots of multitasking here, you guys. So please have some patience with me. So before I bring the ladies on, I just have a few quick announcements for you guys. Okay. So number one, and you know, I always love to do this is ask you to share, share the love, share the podcast with your Facebook friends right now. So right below, right below this live video, you will see a button that says to share. So if you could be so kind as to share this right now. That would be super awesome because the more the merrier, of course. And also, wouldn't it be nice to give yourself the gift of creativity this holiday season? Well, now you can because I have a new shawl maker series in the works. So this is going to be a free five-day intuitive journey that I would love to go on with you guys. And it's through the art of shawl making. You can learn more by visiting karagotwarner.com forward slash shawl maker series to reserve your spot. So go ahead and do that as soon as you can, because we're going to get going very soon. And also this episode, the episode, this episode of Power Pearls podcast is brought to you by the Power Pearls podcast community on Patreon. You can show your love by supporting the show. And by the way, when you do, you get first dibs on asking every guest of Power Pearls podcast questions. So you kind of get the inside scoop before everyone else does. So I let you know who's going to be coming up on the show. You get a private Facebook group and weekly minisodes every Monday. So you can learn more about the community by going to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash community. All right. So are you guys ready to meet? Well, maybe you know these ladies already, but are you ready? Are you ready to meet Claire, Chelsea, and Francoise? So I'm going to go ahead and bring them on. But before I do, hang on one second. I'm going to say hello to all you guys coming into the room. Hello, Shannon Bronwyn. I hope I said that right. Debbie, Jana. All right. Awesome. So I'm going to bring the ladies into the room right now. So let me do that. All right. Ah, okay. 
Awesome. Okay. We have everybody in the room. So Francoise, Chelsea, and Claire, hello, and welcome to Power Pearls Podcast. Hello. Hi. 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 Oh, we're, all, is, we're, we're very nice and cozy. <laughs> yes, you are very nice and cozy. This is so cool. And I'm so happy that you guys have decided to join me tonight. It's my tonight and it's your tomorrow. Is that right? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> is it the twenty mid afternoon? It's, it's mid afternoon on the twenty third, right? It is the twenty third of November. Yep. And the twenty third <laughs> tomorrow actually is Thanksgiving. So, so everybody, happy Thanksgiving, happy early Thanksgiving. Yep. So yeah, so we're getting ready for happy all the festivities. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So this is great. So you guys, um, have you just finished up this awesome event in Australia? And it's called Fiber Boss College, right? And so I would love for you guys to talk a little bit about that. But before we do, would you guys mind sharing, kind of going in, in, um, you know, in a little circle here, like talking, <laughs> kind of sharing your background, what you do, your a little bit about your, your fiber business. Um, so I guess I'll start with Francoise. How about go for it? And Francoise is a third time guest on Power Pearls podcast. Woohoo! Hey, thank you for having me on here. Yeah, so go okay. for it. Okay, so a bit about myself. My name is Francoise, but I have most people call me Frenchie because my name can be a little bit hard to pronounce. But I am the knitwear designer behind Adaha Knits, where I help people um, transform their yarn from fiber into beautiful creations while also diving deep into their stories of why they create and learning how they can make an impact with their knitting. And I was an honored guest at Chelsea's Fiber Boss College live event where I got to talk about how I use challenges in my business to help um, grow my not, not only my revenue, but also my reach and my reputation. Well, that's, that's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And uh, uh, <laughs> Chelsea, go for it. You're, you guys are a little bit frozen over there, but hopefully we can still hear you. Yeah. So. Okay, Go. hopefully, yeah. <laughs> Australian internet is never the most reliable internet ever. Um, so hopefully you can hear me. If yes. not, I guess the replay will catch it up. We but can hear you. Uh, I'm Chelsea Fitch. I am the I am the person, I guess, behind at Fitch on Instagram. That's where most people find me first. But uh, really, my business is uh, Fiber Boss. I um, started and I guess own, that sounds weird to say, but the Fiber Boss Collective here on Facebook. And it's a community for people in the industry to have a safe, supportive, loving space to help each other, um, to get questions, to collaborate, things like that. And then out of that came uh, Fiber Boss College, which we'll get into what the live part of that was later, but uh, essentially it's just an educational platform where I, I'm a business and branding coach and marketing coach for specifically fiber artists. So that is essentially what I do. That's great. Claire, how about you? Okay, hi, I'm Claire Probst. I am the maker behind We Love Knitting. I make hand-dyed yarn. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I was a part of the Fiber Boss Live event because I have built my Instagram following to create my business, so I don't advertise anywhere else. I use only Instagram to get customers and to share my fiber and wool with the world, and I was part of the event to help people to use Instagram to do the same for their business awesome all right so 
Uh, thank you for sharing. And so I really wanted you guys to ha come on so you can talk a little bit about the Fiber Boss College Live. So now, um, so let's talk a little bit about how this started. Um, because so, so Chelsea, you are the founder of Fiber Boss College. So it started as an online type of a, it's still, I mean, it is, it has been and still continues to be like a college, an online college. Is that correct? Right? Yeah. So it started as a community and then, um, the need was there to, um, help further, uh, coach and mentor, uh, business owners. So then I created Fiber Boss College, which started out as just an online program, but now it's kind of what I would call a campus. You um, gain access to it. You kind of enroll in campus, and there's a community aspect to it. There's educational aspect to it, and it's just a trying to do the live, but online is essentially what it was, mm -hmm. is how it started. And so how did you, when did you decide, okay, let's do a live event? Because that's a big deal. I mean, I know a lot of people are doing live events now, so it's kind of like a good trendy thing to get into. But <laughs> beyond that, I mean, face-to-face, -face, that ener the energy that you have when you're face-to-face -face mm -hmm. with someone, you cannot beat that, right? The online, just, you know, you can't get that online the yeah. same way. So um, was that part of why you said, hey, let's do this live event? Or was there another reason? Like kind of go into why you decided, okay, now it's time to do do this live. Yeah, which was a big undertaking, like you said. <laughs> um, and this is the first one that we've ever done. Um, uh, there's actually a couple reasons. Fiber Boss has been around for three years now, and I, it's cool ships that you can build with. But as you were saying, when you're in person with somebody, it goes deeper, and it's it actually becomes this kind of interesting dynamic like and you probably get this care as well that people see you online all the time and they know a lot about you but you don't know anything about them and mm -hmm. um i was getting tired of that just kind of a one-way conversation so the first reason was because i wanted to actually be in the room with people i know how powerful it is to be with people the the mm -hmm. ideas and the collaboration kind of increases at that point and then the other reason is I kind of felt like I had to walk my walk my talk, if you so if you if you will, um, that I've noticed just in the entrepreneurial space in general, and um, that there's like a renaissance happening. We need people are craving more one-on-one -on -one interaction with people, and I encourage others to go to markets to um, go to the local yarn shops, be in front of people, but I wasn't figured I need to do that. And I knew we have knitting events and then there's corporate business events that none of us really feel like we fit into. And so I felt like there were unique ex um, live experience where we can talk business, but still be our creative knitter selves. Mm-hmm, networking. Yeah, she, yeah, Claire calls it networking. <laughs> networking. Oh, I love it. That's great. So let's talk a little bit. I want to go into the curriculum a little bit so people can understand exactly like what the nuts and bolts were. But can you, each of you kind of share like what you taught at this event? Because it was the three of you, right? Was there anyone else involved or you yeah. guys? Like, tell me about. No, so it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was it was my event and I was um, sitting there going, okay, we're going to do two days of this, but people probably aren't going to want to listen to me talk for two days. And so, <laughs> to be honest, I, I like yeah. to talk, but <laughs> she would, but that's, um, but I, so I figured I really needed to bring some students on that have pretty much done what we I've taught and they they walk the walk. They're the leaders in the industry. And the first people that came to mind was Frenchie and Claire, because um, with the program, I follow what's called a MCN formula, which is also my favorite yarn base. But um, it stands for message, create, network. And those are the three pillars behind Fiber Boss and how people can um, uh, do well in their business and get their voices out there. And so Fiber Boss College Live very much followed that formula. So uh, the first day I talked about and um, how I and really been sharing that as our message brand sets us apart. And then um, these two lovely women also uh, took one of those things and I'll let them explain. I think Frenchie was next. So she was the next, she was C. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I was in charge of the create section, and that's when I talked about challenges because this was about how to create a challenge, how how I use challenges in my business and stuff like that. So for my section of the workshop, I should say, I was just going through the theory and the practice of setting up a challenge because because they've been a good way for me to grow my business. And then Claire was in charge of the networking part. Yeah, we've got a bit of a lag. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I mainly went over Instagram and how I've used Instagram to grow my business because, like I said before, I don't use any other platforms and I haven't done any advertising. I just built my business from the ground up with Instagram and I went through a step-by-step -step little workshop on how other people can do that themselves and how they can to share their work with the world, get sales from it and have an engaged following that cares about what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So, so when you, when did you start on Instagram, Claire? Um, like how long did it take you? Cause you're like right around 33,000 or something like that uh, followers on Instagram. So, I mean, it probably took you a while. Is, would, is that correct? Or just curious. Yeah, um, a couple of years. Um, I actually started building my following before I started my business because I knew that I wanted to do something in the knitting industry, but I wasn't sure what it was. So I just started getting out there and my followers have come along with me for my journey. So they've been there the whole time, like before I even started dying and they saw my very first skein of yarn and they were there for my first shop update. So it's been a journey that mm -hmm. I've had these people with me for. Yeah. So what do you think is the difference between someone that does really well on Instagram and someone that's, you know, struggling? Like what, what do you think is the, the most important ingredient? or few of the most important ingredients. Uh, okay, so the number one most important ingredient is to actually engage and be interested in your followers and think about them all as human beings. Every single person behind an Instagram is an actual person. You need to have them like you would have with people in the real world. You need to build and foster relationships and you have to care about them and yeah, they care about you by sharing your story and being involved and engaged with them. That's great. 
Thanks for sharing that's that. My so, best piece. Not yeah. number one piece. <laughs> that, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Um, and so, okay. So how about the curriculum? So in general, so how many classes? And so were there different tracks? Like, did you, like I know that each of you had your own type of um, category. So how many classes were there per day? Like what, what did it, what would a typical curriculum, what was the, what did the curriculum look like? Yeah, it was a two day, uh, I kind of modeled a normal business retreat conference, but it was a two days worth of just a constant talking and interaction. We started off the, the day with, um, I spoke to them, uh, like I said, the messaging about, um, finding our whys and how to really dig into that as a business owner. And then we talked about courage and how that's really necessary. And then we had um, a break, <laughs> we had lunch, um, and then we went into the second half. So it was kind of one half of the day, second half of the day. Second half of the day, Frenchie spoke um, that first afternoon. I like to not keep it too structured with too much going on because I think with live events, the most important thing is for you to meet people, not just uh, meeting the people's presenting, but connecting with each other. So we had a really great group of like an intimate group of women. It was all women, which was kind of exciting um, that they could connect and start collaborating and get to know each other. And what's really cool is like all of them live in Australia. Only one came from out, outside of the state um, and they really have never met each other, have never knew each other. Mm -hmm. And yet they, by the end of the weekend, they're like, we have to meet again. We have to do this again. So that's kind of how the first day went. The second day, um, I spoke, we went on like an actual, because people get tired of just sitting there and listening to people talk. Oh, we got a photography workshop. I took them, we went outside. We went around, the, we were at a co-working space. So we went around and they actually implemented the stuff that they were learning and they got pictures ready for Claire's class that afternoon to talk about Instagram and things. So it's very much the curriculum's more about learning, but also implementing and going away with something. Cause I feel too much. We go to conferences or events and we have all these theories in our heads, mm. but we never do anything about it. So I actually like, I don't want to say force them to do stuff, but <laughs> essentially like it highly encourage them to do it right then and there. Mm -hmm. No, that's a taking action right then and there. So we're, we have a little bit of a delay, but I hope you guys can still hear me. Um, so shaking head. Yes, we're good. <laughs> um, so what about nighttime? Do you guys have any like evening events or anything like that, 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 um, was during this time frame too, or, you know, just kind of keep the networking uh, experience going. Um, this round, this last, this, since this was the first event, we didn't do that. We didn't have anything structured, but mm -hmm. I very highly encouraged all of the attendees to get together, have dinner together, because often we act one way around our coaches or leaders or something than we do with just friends. And so I purposefully this time didn't plan anything because I wanted them to be able to interact with each other without pressure, without wanting to ask coaching questions as opposed to really networking with each other. Yeah. And you know what, that's the thing. Um, like I said, when we first started, you know, the energy, uh, you can't predict what that's going to be like when you're face to face. Um, 
you just, you, you know, you've got this energy in the room and ideas are flowing that you couldn't really imagine until you're actually in that situation. So I would imagine that that's a really good reason to not, you know, not have it be very, very structured this time around, just to kind of see where things go. Um, but what, if, but speaking of being a little more structured, I'm just curious, did you have any uh, designing classes, any, any technical like pattern writing, anything like that? Um, or was it mostly marketing and online, you know, content creation? Mostly marketing, online content creation, because we had a very wide variety of people. We had yarn dyers, we had designers. We, um, so doing just one really wouldn't work out. I think in the future, if we have a larger group that we might do like breakout sessions um, for that. But this time it was very much getting them noticed because a lot of these women, they're very proficient at their crafts. We didn't have a lot of newbies. Um, it, so because this was a very different type of business retreat mm -hmm. for our industry, it really was focused on the business side than the craft side or um, getting better at what you do because they're already amazing at what they do. Yeah, And that makes sense because I think that's what people are needing. They need the support. Like, how can I take this, this love for you know, yarn crafting, I'm already a designer, I'm already, you know, I can create patterns, but how do I kind of bake that cake, if you will, of, you know, who, who am I, you know, how can I create this brand? So that's great. Cause you definitely have fulfilled that need <laughs> for sure. Um, <laughs> so, um, I want to switch gears a little bit and actually I'm going to ask a question that came in. Cause I think I, I don't know if you heard me say this. So in the beginning, I always let my patrons ask questions. They kind of have first dibs. And I sent you guys this question ahead of time. Um, so uh, I think it's from Aaron Waterman. So are, did you guys have time to check that out and let it marinate? Because I'm going to read it to you now and want to see what you guys think and how you can, you know, get your perspective. Go, go ahead. You ready? Okay. Okay. Here, here goes. Okay. My main question is, how can I gain clarity about moving forward to start earning a fiber in fiber arts when so much of life is consumed with urgency of getting by? Journaling gives me sketches and ideas, but bringing them to fruition while simultaneously trying to learn as many techniques as I can by making other people's designs feels overwhelming. Um, let's see. I lost my space. So far, I seem to get a lot of satisfaction from the making, but haven't put time into creating my own on my own because something holds me back. I end up gifting everything I make and never start to starting towards toward the business I can envision where I earn enough to cover materials. So I think this is a very important question. I think we can all relate to this uh, at one time or another overwhelm. <laughs> um, you know, I often see this coming up with, with my own one-on-one -on -one clients. So how do we get past the overwhelm? What do you guys, what do you ladies think? I put my hand up because I actually wanted to share something about um, about the second part of the question where she was saying that she was learning you, uh, learning new techniques from doing other people's designs and then just feeling really overwhelmed because she doesn't have time for herself. So just to give her a little bit of background about my knitwear design journey. So I learned how to start knitting at the beginning of 2014 in January, January, uh, January 2nd, 2014. My mom taught me how to knit and she's watching. Wow. So hi, mom. <laughs> hi. Um, <laughs> and then I started designing my own patterns about four to five months after that. And um, by that time, when I started designing my own patterns, I only knew how to do the knit, purl, cast on, bind off, some very basic stitches and stuff like that. 
And if I wanted to learn a new technique, I would actually um, learn that new technique the same time as I was designing. I wouldn't look at other people's patterns. I'd be like, I want to use this particular cable or stitch pattern or this technique, and I'd work it into my pattern. So as I was creating my own thing and making, um, as I was learning this new technique, I was also creating a new design that way. So I was challenging myself to basically do the two at the same time. And that definitely helped me move forward really quickly in my own knitting techniques because, you know, if I had an idea to be like, okay, I'm going to figure it out and do it on my own instead. Maybe I'd like use another designer's pattern as like a reference just to see exactly how the technique works. or I'd go to YouTube to learn the technique, but um, I'll just immediately start doing it in my designs and stuff like that. So that's kind of like the way I kind of worked around that thing, just doing it to use the expression yeah. two, uh, two birds with one stone, basically. Yeah. yeah, that's how I did that. And you die, and you just kind of dove in with yeah. both arms, you know, and that's what it comes down to. I'm going to say, I want one statement. Paralysis comes from too much analysis. Yes. <laughs> that might be part of it too, right? So it's, and then you get kind of fear and then you're just, you know, you're afraid to kind of go out, you know, break out of that shell. And uh, you kind of get sucked into the vacuum of too technical, <laughs> you yeah. know? So what about, so Chelsea and Claire, what do you, mm -hmm. what do you think? What's your take on this, on this question and quandary from Aaron? Waterman. <laughs> yeah, you go. I'll go first. Okay. Um, well, what I love that Frenchie answered first because Frenchie, I call her the queen of implementation. Um, mm. She is very good at just taking it and going and staying in action. And when you asked this question, the first thing that came up to me was that there was two things that um, come to mind was implementation and just mm -hmm. how to get like actively over the overwhelm. But the other half would be um, courage. Um, I really think that it is a matter of giving evidence to your brain that taking little risks is, is safe and it's okay. Um, a lot of what courage, I, and I taught this at Fiber Boss College, so I find it very apropos that we talked about it this weekend. But that courage is a matter of um, when we're faced with a risk, we can choose fear or we can choose courage. And Fear, it, when we let that become a behavior, really all the cater to us to figure out, okay, is this safe or not? But when we let that become a behavior, that's when we get that analysis paralysis. That's when fear literally stops us. And fear is not bad. Courage, but if we're faced with this risk and we choose courage over fear, then it starts little, like something little, like I'm going to post some, I'm going to share a photo that of my newest design that I really feel scared to do, but I'm going to do it. And you do that one little thing and that's, you chose courage over fear to do that. And then the evidence comes back to your brain when people are like, I love it. Things are great. Or if for some reason it tanks, it fails, which is always that fear, but if it's not the worst that could happen, like, Oh, that's the worst people could say, but I'm still around. It's still, again, evidence to your brain that, okay, next time I can take the next risk, it's not going to be so bad. Or, hey, it worked out really well. Time for the next step. And I think when we take it little step by little step and choose courage over fear, when risks come at us, then, again, our, our brain needs that evidence. Our heart feels one way, but our, ev our brain needs that evidence that, <laughs> we're not going to die a post online, you know? So 
That's great. What about you? I mean, yeah, go for it, Claire. Yeah, well, <laughs> I totally agree with Chelsea about that. And um, yeah, I um, the way I see it is that everything we do is a decision in life. So indecision and not doing anything is actually making a decision not to do something so you're actually taking a risk when you're not doing it so you need to think about it in that way like when when I got to a point where I'd been at university for you know, nine years and I was studying science and then all of a sudden I realized um, I this just happened to me I didn't make this decision I didn't it just sort of kept happening and then I realized I wasn't happy in what I was doing and I needed to make active measures to implement the kind of life that I wanted to live so I think that it, at some point you really just need to take a good look at your life and and work out whether you're happy or not and then make make choices that are going to make you happy and, you know, I, I love how you said, uh, going back, circling back to what you said, Chelsea, about your brain, like, uh, how did you phrase that? Like convince your, your brain or something. Um, another way I like to look at your that. Your brain needs evidence. Your brain needs evidence. Yes. I love that. So whatever kind of phrasing or tricks you need, um, like I also think, um, uh, for myself, it's those little realizations, are almost like little jewels. This is like another way that I like to think of it. So it's almost like this thing you can put in your back pocket so you can remember the next time you do something, you're like, hmm, I did that thing. And even if it's like the tiniest little thing, like sometimes that's all you need to like uh, kind of propel yourself the next time you do something. So you have that little jewel and you the little nugget you can remember. Oh yeah, I did it. I did that. I did that. I can do this. So, um, so yeah, yeah. Aaron, if you're watching, I know Erin is watching the replay. She couldn't join us tonight. So I hope that helped you. This was really great, really great uh, inspiration and confidence building. So thank you, ladies, for sharing all of that. So, um, okay, so we're going to wrap it up. But I wanted to ask you before we do, um, how, like, because I know that now that you've, you're done with the live event, this is available online, right? Is it already launched? Are you guys relaunching it? Can, how can someone get their hands on the replay? Yes. So I had, a, for any of those that were there, we had uh, my dear friend Josh was there and he's making it all professional and awesome. And so that's going to be available in about a week or two, but I'm doing pre-sales now because I'm not going to leave it up for very long to be able to purchase. Okay. So if you go over to um, fiberbosscollege.com forward slash live, um, it's the sales page from the event, but there is an option to purchase the replay. And what's cool about this is it's not just uh, you get access to it for 10 days or anything like that. You actually get all the worksheets that we had. You get the entire recording that you can download. So you'll have it's like you were there, obviously, <laughs> without being there. And so that'll be available for anybody who wants to join and um, felt like they missed out because I know a lot of people in the United States were like, I can't go to Australia. So um, it will be available and it will be uh, 197 for the whole recording, but you get all the days and you get to keep it forever. So that's great. That's a really good value. Oh my goodness. So where can the viewers find each of you online? So uh, let's see. So Chelsea, where can everyone find you? 
Um, you can find me on Instagram at knitfitch, or if you're interested in joining the collective, just look up Fiber Boss Collective on Facebook. It's completely free. That's probably the best place to find me. Yeah, it's a great community. And then Claire? Um, you can find me on Instagram at we love knitting, all one word. And I'm also on Facebook, but I'm not as active over there. So if you want to get in touch, um, come over to Instagram. Awesome. And then Frenchie, where can everyone find you? So I'm pretty much everywhere online <laughs> under the name Adaha Knits at um, my website, adahanits.com, Instagram, Adaha Knits. And if, I do have a Facebook group where I'm currently um, hosting a challenge at the moment, which is the Fiber Muse Circle. So you can also find me there as well. But I'm mostly active on Instagram and in the Facebook group. That's what, those oh. are my two hangouts. Awesome. Well, um, Okay, everybody, hang on. I'm going to say goodbye to the ladies, but hang on because I have some announcements. But Chelsea, Frenchie, and Claire, thank you so much for joining me tonight on Power Pearls Podcast Live. So I'm going to I'm going to shut your screens off. So wave goodbye to everybody. <laughs> thank you. All right. Thank you. Awesome. Bye, you guys. You guys. Hey, all right. So you guys, I just want to give you a quick taste of some of the events that are coming up. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Chelsea, Frenchie, and Claire. So some of the upcoming guests, I just want to kind of give you the little scoop on that. So next week, I have Tamara Kel uh, Kelly of the Crochet Blog Moogly coming up next Wednesday. And then I have other guests, Stephen West. Uh, Jessica Carey of Hook Nook and more. So, uh, you know, if you become a patron, like I said before, so patrons get the, the first dibs on asking questions. And so I send out an open call for questions. So if you want to check more, check, you know, find out more about membership, you can go to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash community to learn more about that. And if you want to move the needle on your yarn crafting, uh, hey, you know what? We can schedule a free strategy session. So let me help you. With my more than 15 years in the needle arts industry as the former executive editor of Creative Knitting Magazine, illustrator and designer, I've been there and I've done that. So let's chat and see if a program is a good fit for you. So you can go to caragotwarner.com forward slash free strategy session to set up your free 30 minute strategy session. So I hope you guys will take advantage of that and to subscribe to the show, to the podcast, you can head on over to iTunes and you could subscribe or you can go to powerpearlspodcast.com. You'll see those lovely iTunes buttons. You can also listen on your favorite player on Stitcher and all that, all that good stuff. And again, I'm just going to repeat it again. I have a shawl maker series happening right well not not right now but soon so reserve your spot right now so if if you go to caragotwarner.com forward slash shawl maker series that's one word you guys so check it out and i hope you will join me because that's a free challenge it's five days of fun you deserve the gift of creativity this holiday season so you guys this has been great. Take care. Thanks for joining me for this special time and this special edition of Power Pearls podcast. So I will see you guys next week and happy Thanksgiving to those of you watching in the US. Okay. See you next time. Bye-bye.